Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, Andy's nap featured this afternoon, his top betting tip. Yeah, some fantastic greyhound racing commentary, you'll hear that. Yeah, that's completely gone away. We had some fine comedians in, uh, a new new, uh, name to us, first time he'd been in, but it won't be the last, he was uh, on good form as you hear. Daniel Sofaluka has just won the Leicester Comedy Festival prize. Uh, Two seasoned old hands, David Alfie Ward and Carl Donnelly, both Spurs fans came in to tell us that they're doing a gig uh, in Amsterdam before uh, the Spurs' second leg, and they were on good form. And uh, you'll hear all of that, plus the clips of the month. Having Lionel Messi in your team is basically an unfair advantage. I've decided it's almost like cheating. <laughs> it is. He's so much better than anybody else. So I've written to UEFA. I've come up with a great idea. Yeah. There should be a handicap system. Mm. A bit like a jockey's saddle, basically. You put weights in his shorts and his shin pads. That's a nice idea. I reckon about a stone should do it. Yeah, that so he'd have, to, he'd have to carry a stone extra. That would slow him down. Well, I think so. It's not his fault he's that great, though, is it, really? No. I, mean, I, I, I must say, though, however, you know, it was a terrific game. I really enjoyed the game. But I hate the way the whole Barca team, led by Messi, you should say, systematically target the ref. They just, every decision, they were in his ear, weren't they? In his face. They're not alone. That's that, I mean, they, I mean, yeah, but particularly last night, that triple roll, he's better than that, Messi. You know, Milner hardly touches him and he rolls over and he, as he spins around, he comes up holding the imaginary yellow card. You think, come on, mate, you're you look, better than it's that. It's clearly a passport to glory because Juve are kings of that as well. They, mm. they hunt in packs around referees, they get mm. under, they dive in a lot, they go down easily at win free kicks. I mean, you know, look at their quite successful sides. Maybe we're the ones who are getting it wrong. The Corinthian spirit clubs. Yes, probably, yeah. But I thought Liverpool were pretty unlucky, really. Yeah, eh? of course. You know, it, the, the it said 3-0, but it could have been 3-3. It should have been 3-3. And you, you've been banging on about, you know, being clinical. And it, it, it is the difference. It's, you know, they Especially get a chance, they home. score. You yeah. know, there, were, there weren't half chances. There were three golden opportunities that Liverpool spurned last I'm night. I'm surprised. Didn't you think that... I thought VAR might have had a closer look at the the Mane penalty Yeah, me too. Really what on. about VAR for penalty yeah. appeal? Why What's did, the point of it? I think because the play went on quite a bit and then... I don't know. But he was knocked off balance. I've seen, you know, I've seen him given, as they say, so I'm surprised they didn't make a mm. bit more of it at the time. No, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I got quite annoyed with that blackbird flying across the screen. Did you notice it? Yeah, yeah. It was really annoying, wasn't it? <laughs> Can they do something about it? Can't they shoot it? Oh, no, you're not allowed to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a lot of things you're not allowed to do now. Yeah, and, oh, you can't Europe. do that anymore, can you? Well, Selena Scott would want to shoot it, but that's another Which old matter. Which was that? <laughs> no, she's written to the Times today about... Oh, okay, blimey, you've got to give us a clue. You can't just sling that in there. I thought people Selena would be Scott saying, wants to I'm sh- so zeitgeisty, I expect people to know you what I'm talking it, about. Like Selena Scott, the former breakfast show presenter, is wandering around with a kind of uh, no, she's an formed, air rifle. She's formed a wetlands uh, in she? her area where she lives. Has she really? <laughs> what are you, Roy Hunt? No. What sort of material are you doing now? She's formed a wetlands in her area. <laughs> well, anyway. The, yeah, go on then. And she's upset that the new rules about not being able to shoot crows hmm. uh, is it means that the birds that she's trying to rear are prey to the crows. Oh, okay. It's quite complicated, really. That was the title of your first album, Pray to the Crows, <laughs> very wasn't it? Much, uh, very can good. I get back to football? Go on now, I think you better. <laughs> Goodness know. sake. Do you want to get think... back to racing? Because oh, then what... we have Andy's nap. This is the oh, horse yeah. you shouldn't go anywhere near okay. every day. Um, and what you're, you're, you're on the 155 in red car, is it that right? Yeah, I haven't so, looked at any of the horses. I haven't picked a number yet. I'm, I'm waiting for you to give me the rundown on the names. Yeah. Whichever chimes, that's the one I'm going for. Okay, um... Uh, Jack Dobro, you're interested in Jack Dobro? Does that yeah, chime as a name? He was my, my late dad. He was Jack. He was Jack, wasn't yeah. he? So, six yeah, Gun. Possible. Would you go with Six Gun? Selena, obviously Scott, should be on that one <laughs> yeah, on her crow hunting. Dedicated to my stomach. <laughs> yeah, six, yeah, of course. So give, bear that one in mind. Frida Carlo. Um, she's Ooh, yeah. running the heavy of eyebrow. Yeah, she is. Are you a fan of her work? Well, I do like the okay uh, gold venture. By Frida. Gold venture. You got a gold venture no, on the go at the moment. No, I'm going with Frida or Jack. Oh, this moment. isn't bad considering the amount of um, powders mm. and various things you have in what's in Andy's bag. Hypochondriac uh, is the horse number oh, five yeah. in this race. That's very much you me. and the missus would love that, wouldn't you? Is she the one? <laughs> is she the one? That's the next horse number six. No, not sure uh, about that. Oh, sorry, I got deflected there. Is Where, she the one? Where's my cup? Oh, never, we'll find your cup. <laughs> is she, cup. Don't be stuck. Is she the one, Andy? Concentrate. No. Okay. Um, she's a diamond? No. No, okay. A tiny Titan? Is that what the people used to call you at school? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's what I like to think of the producer, is and the vod- tiny Titan. Vodka Dawn. Um, I mean, you did like your vodka in... Uh, you got a bit mm. punchy when we were in uh, Russia. more for Dawn Neeson, I would have said. Yeah, OK, so that's it, really. Is anything, what really took your, your eye I'm there? going with uh, one dedicated to my late dad, Jack Adobro. Jack Adobro, OK, good. Well, that's number one. So uh, it's the uh, Racing TV Club Day Here Today Selling Stakes, the, the beauty and the majesty <laughs> of that particular race. Oh, we're talking of great races. Yeah. At the 8.59 from Sunderland last night. <laughs> what a race on Channel 431. And uh, I actually taped the commentary because it was it was so fantastically enthusiastic. Yeah. But I defy you to understand. Have we, have we got this, John? We have, yeah. I defy you to understand even one word that this commentator is saying. Bear in mind, the racing is at Sunderland and the, the, obviously the commentator is from the northeast. Okay. But even so, have a listen. Okay. Because it's recorded on your phone. Yeah, isn't but it, I love really? the bit when he crosses the lines. He goes, oh, da, 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 shout! <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, Bruce Millington from the yeah, Racing Post it. is quite taken with the fact that at last you have found. Mm. Uh, you have found uh, RPG TV. Yeah. He's quite Well, it's good, isn't chuffed. it? Because the 846, it? well, the 846 from Peterborough was great. One beat two from five that was the favourite. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't So anyway, beat it. if you want to keep away from Andy's tip, in the 155 <laughs> at Redcar, it's uh, Jacka Dobro, J-A-K-O Dobro.
So, um, anything else? Oh, I can do. Yeah, go yeah. on then. Um, <coughs> Common Speaker John Burkow yeah. has admitted he may quit before July. Can I have his free tickets for Wimbledon? <laughs> he gets every, <laughs> goes every day. He won't get them now, will he, if he's not the speaker? No, that's very true. So that's I'll true. Have yeah, I'll have, have those. those. That's good. And uh, the, the actor who plays DS Arnott, uh, Martin Compton, yeah. he played football to a pretty decent level, mm. actually. He played for Morton. Did you see this? Yeah. In the Scottish Second Division. I did see that, yeah. He was a very disciplined uh, winger, actually. Was he really? He played on the touchline of duty. Oh, Thank you very much. Blimey. I was hoping not to use that. Whoa. <laughs> so was, yeah, I, was, I wish you hadn't. Never mind Bert Troutman. Mm. Yeah. Let's salute Siobhan O'Keefe. Mm. What an amazing story. This is in the sun this morning. This woman ran two-thirds of the London Marathon with a broken ankle. I mean, oh, wow, you, you look at the x-ray and you go, you could not have run 18 miles on that. She finished in 6 hours and 14 minutes and was determined to carry on. She raised 6,000 for children with cancer, which was tremendous. And uh, she said the pain was unbearable, but I didn't want to let anyone down. I, it seems incredible that she could do that, but she did. Got through on adrenaline, she said, didn't she? Yeah, but adrenaline will last you so long. Yeah. 18, mi- well, 18 miles of adrenaline. <laughs> I, <laughs> which I, was I, the title of your second album. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, that's tremendous. Well which done was a bit her. more of a country flavour. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. <laughs> Now, the uh, Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year Award, pretty coveted. Some top people have won. It's 25 years old. Uh, mm. And uh, the latest winner joins us in the studio now. Chelsea supporter, and he'd be delighted with that, of course. Yeah. Daniel Sofaluke. Daniel, good to see you. It's good to be here. It's so weird because I recognise your voices, but I, yeah. I don't even know what you look like. Good faces so the radio, you're yeah. desperate to say, aren't <laughs> you? That's why you've never seen our faces. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations. Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. What, was, what was the kind of route in the comedy? How long have you been doing it? I've been doing it for like four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved up to Manchester. I'm a Londoner. Yeah. I moved up to Manchester. And uh, one of the things I thought, I didn't want to just be going to work and not doing anything outside. I didn't know if I would know anyone. Yeah. So I kind of signed up to a couple of courses. I signed up to like a, a horse riding course. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just thought like, I don't know, there's a lot of grass up there. I thought, you know, I've always liked that cowboy stuff. So yeah. I don't know. Good theory. <laughs> <laughs> I, I signed up to an acting course and then a comedy course. Because um, people are telling you know when people tell you you're funny, yeah. but it's almost like they're trying to set me up just so I can go and do some comedy and then fail. Mm. Um, but yeah, I did the comedy course. I was the best there, um, and the rest is history, I guess. Because wow. it's one thing being funny with your mates. That's right. That's, that's one yeah. thing. Right. You know, where you can say what you like, do what you like. Yeah. But actually, you know, people paying to see you and then entertaining. That's it's a new level. Yeah. It's, it's, and the thing is, I think a lot of people can do it, but it's the confidence. It's, it's not a natural thing being on stage no. with people expecting you to make them laugh. Mm. Um, but I had, do you know what was funny? In my first initial gigs, I had the confidence because I just, I don't know, I guess I just thought it was easy. It was only on to the third gig where I died hard. <laughs> <laughs> when it all went, I had to build it back up piece by piece. Mm. Yeah, That's it's, often the way though, isn't it? The amount well. of comedians that come in and say, first gig was great, I absolutely stormed it. I thought, yeah, wow, this I, is a joy. But then somewhere, for whatever reason, yeah. you can never work out the dynamic of why yeah. you're stiff one evening and when then, you least expect it. I don't know. I just I thought yeah. I fi- had it figured out. I thought I was the new Chris Rock already <laughs> <laughs> after my second gig. So <clears throat> basically what happened was I did the, um, the comedy course at the end. There's yeah. like a little, everyone brings their friends and family. And so they're a nice audience anyway because everybody wants you to win. Sure. Yeah, so so I, did, side, yeah. right, I didn't count that. I thought I've got to go out into the real world and do it. And I went into, out into the real world. I did like an open mic. And then yeah. I was amazing. I <clears> killed <throat> it. And so someone saw me there 
and this is Manchester and there was a black comedy night <coughs> going on in the comedy store in Manchester mm. it was the birthday celebration so it was 400 people this is my third gig by the way yeah but I think because I did so well people thought I'd been going for longer so um, someone saw me there and they got in contact with this guy that runs this gig in Manchester it's the birthday celebration just to kind of give you kind of some context to it because it's the <coughs> birthday one it's been going it happens every single two months <laughs> everyone that goes started to vote for the best acts they've seen so on that night it was the best acts they've seen for the past year yeah and me who had been doing it for this is my third gig he's been wow. doing it for two weeks yeah but in my head i've got this yeah because i've, I've completed comedy yeah, yeah. so mm. I, I said yeah and then they asked me the, like questions like how long can you do i was like can you do 20 minutes i was like yeah i could I've, i could only do 10 in my head yeah now i realize i couldn't even do 10 then <laughs> I, would, I just had the confidence you need the confidence yeah sure so i go and do i go and do that night it's manchester comedy store it's all black people and they're my crowd, right? Because I got you, you. You guys might not know, but I'm black, right? But they're my crowd. Um, and so, I was just confident. But at that point, I kind of read some comedy books, and they told me that com- no one wants to like hear happy things. They want to hear negative opinions. Mm. And I was thinking, because this is a Manchester crowd, let me write something about Manchester. But my formula then was to take anything and do a negative opinion about it. Yeah. So for some reason in my head, it made sense to write a whole set about being neg- negative about Manchester. Ah, this ah. Londoner being negative <laughs> about Manchester, yes. right? I can see why maybe it didn't work out. I, I, didn't, I couldn't yeah. see it, but you, you've got that perspective. Mm. But. Yeah, yeah. So um, the, I think just the co- kind of whole, um, I, I went into the green room. Do you know like those mirrors with the bulbs around it? Yeah, this yeah, was proper so, showbiz. Yeah. Sure. Like I've been doing... Sunset pub- Boulevard was, right. was sitting there. <laughs> Basically that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apart from that, actually <laughs> seeing people on TV, because the green room had like a couple of famous comedians there. And then there was, they, they didn't know who I was. So they mm. kind of asked me how long I've been doing it. And when I said, this is my third gig, basically, I saw one of their eyes go, ooh, like, <laughs> what's going to happen? So that kind of nervousness kind of knocked my confidence. Don't forget, at this point, I had all the confidence in the world. But yeah, then yeah, yeah. the occasion started to get to me. But a good, a good learning curve, I would say. You know, how you, do you know it went bad? I mean, oh yeah, I told well, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said, you said it was, it was yeah, a nightmare. You said it was terrible. It was, yeah. They were laughing, but I guess at me, rather than at my jokes at uh. one point. It started well. It started kind of pantomime me when I started to do the jokes about Manchester. That was bad. Mm. Um, but then it just got worse and then my mouth started to dry up. Oh. But you no, went but back. Right. That's the key, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that is the key. Because there, there's probably people at that time who've gone, nah, this is not for me. I, right. Know. Well, look at but, me. My first and only comedy gig at the comedy store. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you do King Kong? I, 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 people threw things at me. And that was yeah. Wow. Left. They actually, yeah, th- you and a, you and a yeah. comedy partner and yeah, stuff. Oh, really? Absolute disaster. And yeah. I never did it again. It was the most horrendous mm. experience can we not so tell you back mind. Andy because <laughs> no, I'm not funny but it's really a difficult thing to do yeah so, uh, so where do you where do you see it going I'm presuming you want to do where do you TV see yourself in five yeah. years time it's mm. like an interview like question it's like an interview well, are you, yeah. uh, give me a job here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a Chelsea fan aren't you I'm a so. Chelsea fan yeah. one of the reasons why I got into comedy is just because I thought maybe it could be a route into um, football analysis and just talking about football but mm. yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Chelsea fan um, I wanted to my local club is me all I wanted to support me all. Mm. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> For kind of obvious reasons. But then I went to the next um, club, I guess, that is known for that. But yeah, I, I, I've been Chelsea supporter since like the Glenn Hoddle kind of era. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've got well, my tops. Well, there was a pre-Barrowbeck. Yeah, the glory you've had plenty good of good years, haven't yeah, you, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I went yeah. to, I supported Chelsea because I didn't, my brother supports Aston Villa. Oh, well, okay, is it your Birmingham family? No, they were born in London. He's just random. And he mm-hmm. was just saying, don't be a glory hunter. Pick someone that's not Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool. Yeah. 
Um, and so I picked Chelsea, and it's one of the best decisions I've made. <laughs> they brought out a new kit for next season. I don't know if you've seen I've it. I've seen it, oh. and not many people are happy. I don't like our night kits. All of the night kits have been bland, but this one particularly. This one's awful. It's got this squiggles one. on it, hasn't it? I, mean, I don't get that they, you know, this, I don't understand how you could produce a kit. I don't know how you could sign off on a kit. Exactly. Like that. One one person might have that idea, but it's got to go through multiple people signing yeah, off on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it Fans me- want a traditional. Yeah. They, what they want is a stylish variation on the traditional club kit. How do you mess it up? It's so simple to do, right? The only thing is, I think I've seen that old kit. Like, do you remember Amiga when we had Amiga? Mm. I think it's based on that. So we had like an old kit with blue and a kind of dark. Yeah, I think, was, yeah. I think that's the one hanging up in the in the I mean, meeting room. I, my camera. experience right. of it when Jason's I worked at Chelsea for a while, and they did, they think they changed kits in that period, and they right. kind of they come up with a bunch of different designs that they run mm. past the hierarchy at the club. And you yeah. know they do care, but there is there's only a finite amount of when they paid the sort of money that the kit companies have paid. Right. There's only a certain amount. They but, won't keep know, going back I, to the I, drawing I board. Right. Fashion, I was you in know. the fashion business for a long time, and I'm telling you that people will only buy that kit because it's the club kit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You, well, I think they you, work on that basis well, anyway. If you put that kit in, if that was a shirt, that would be a stick. It wouldn't Absolute sell. Absolute sticky. You wouldn't sell one of them. That'd be in the sale, would it? In the summer sale. Absolutely. You'd be punting do, them. Do you know out what I sale. think it is? Do you guys remember the Nigeria kit from the World Cup? Yeah, it was fantastic. And it was it was yeah. like flashy. I think mm. they thought, okay, let's try to make a Chelsea kit with a little bit more extra to it designs, yeah. and they've just gone wrong. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Casualty star Jane Hart Hazelgrove. I'm sorry. Hart Hazelgrove. Ha Hazelgrove. No, Hazelgrove. You're one of the, one of the <laughs> Holby Ha Hazelgrove. <laughs> it's the return to Corrie after 34 years. Yes. Um, the 50-year-old actress, best known as paramedic uh, Kathleen Dixie Dixon, yeah. uh, in the BBC hospital drama, will play Gemma Winters, a strange mum, Bernie. Ah. So Bernie Winters? <laughs> exactly. I don't know who's playing Mike and Schnorbitz with <laughs> That's incredible, isn't it? Mm. That must be a sort of writer's joke, isn't it? Surely. That's the that was yeah. the uh, the ultimate terrible heckle to uh, Mike and Bernie Winters. I think it was a Glasgow Empire. You must have heard this story. Yeah, go and remind me. They're the, they play the Glasgow Empire, and uh, they're not going down incredibly well. And I think Bernie may have come out first and done his thing, and then Mike wandered on. They were. They're, 
brother of two brothers comedians for anybody under they were kind of ITV's version of Morecambe and White yeah that's right yeah and they yeah, and they know came them, out. you've got to google and it. some bloke in the crowd <laughs> chatted and when his brother came out some bloke shouted oh god there's two of them <laughs> it's quite it's quite savage that isn't it it's a bit harsh uh, it just it, it must be it must be tough to recover um my uh, mm. my mate up in liverpool went and saw a comedian once in a club near where he worked and uh, this lab was it wasn't going fantastically well and of course he did that thing he said you know my dentist is a funny fella and that's quick <laughs> just said well get off mate and get him on there yeah, yeah. Oh, when did no, you come back from that you can't yeah <laughs> and uh, previewing tonight's uh, game in the sun it was quite interesting this because uh, they said that it's not guaranteed that Chelsea will will finish in the top four <clears throat> if this scenario happens yeah and you think oh well that's a bit worrying yeah, what's yeah. the scenario this is the scenario if Manchester United finish third yeah Tottenham finish fifth yeah yet win the Champions League that's right yeah, yeah. and Arsenal win the <clears throat> Europa League Fourth place will oh the fourth place will get Chelsea back in the Europa League. Yes, that's right. So they'll it be back. Get in, you in the Europa. That's League. right. So you'd finish fourth, but you'd yeah. end up back in the Europa. I'm tempted League. to say, see how you like it, but well, I having but... been in that situation, but um, it it it's it's unlikely, but it's possible, Andy. That's well, it's what, possible. All those permutations uh, are really unlikely. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I think Tottenham can go through in the, in the Champions League. I, I are you trying to say you wouldn't fancy them against a rampant <sighs> Barcelona side? Not, uh, well, if we took our chances. I mean, I think you proved last night you can create against yes. uh, Barcelona, but you have to be clinical, which yeah. Liverpool generally are. It's yeah. just that last they night they they weren't, um, mm. uh, which may be to their cost. But, you know, it's not like you can't get near the goal. You will no. have your moments. You've just got to be clinical, like against all good sides. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Look, I'm not making a case for it. <laughs> no. I've watched us play Barcelona, and, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was quite a tough watch, to be honest. Yeah. So um, we'll see. In a yeah. one off final when they're determined. I, long I way, long way but you go, never know. Yeah. You've got to play the game. That's the whole point. Yeah. Uh, Mo Farah will not run the marathon at this autumn's World Championships. Okay. And uh, he said, increasing the chances of a return to the track. The four time Olympic champ, 36, admitted, I missed the track. And I'm not surprised. His coach was saying, Oh, no, he can catch the other fellow who won it on Sunday. Thinking, well, three minutes behind him, he's not yeah. likely to. And if you're used to winning, if you're a double gold, double, double gold champion, you know, and world champion like he is yeah. on the track. Well, why would you want to run around for 26 miles to come fifth? There's no point, is yeah. there? I mean, either go back to the track and do it, or if you're not, then you should retire. That's what I think. Uh, the other fellow, what won it was, uh, of course, Elliot Kipchoge, one, Kipchoge, of, the, one yeah. of the greatest of all time. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> oh, as he's known in these parts, the other bloke, what won it? <laughs> yeah, well, you know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, in Striker, yeah. it's always been, it's been quite an eventful week. Yeah. Um, is this in the comic strip in the comic sun? Comic strip yeah, in the yeah, sun. Yeah. Right. Uh, now, two two of the owners, I was telling you yesterday, two of the owners... Well, it's great of you the, keep us abreast of it. ...the yeah. World League, they've been killed now. Oh, no. Uh, but it's it's sort of to do with Nick Jarvis, but not. And he's saying to his wife... You need wife, a working knowledge of this and Nick well, Jarvis, really, for well, any the, of this to make like sense. He's like the Roy Race. Oh, the Roy Race, yes. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. the star of, yeah. the, of the strip. Of course he is, yeah. He says, we've nothing to feel guilty about to his wife. Their deaths mean we don't need to live in fear anymore. And we can make the World League the success it deserves to be no it doesn't go back to the Premier League the World League is rubbish the stuff you get worried about Andy I really I mean I it's not real it's a comic strip you shouldn't let it bother you
you? You get I angry did, about it. I did it. love that. I do want to hear that greyhound racing commentator again because we ha- we asked you if you could recognise one word, but nobody's been able to identify. Well, I'm shut. You know, I mean, it's it's a bit of a sort of shonky recording off your phone. That doesn't help. I think in quality, <laughs> no, uh, you might. That was the quality. To. Do you want to hear it again? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it again. And this is um, Andy is. It's the eight fifty nine from Sunderland. It's the eight fifty nine from Sunderland. Andy has got him a bit obsessed with this dog racing uh, website. Here it is. Oh, channel. Channel. Three, one. Okay, four three one. Here we go. Very quick here. Keller Collagew from the back. Havana goes to the five lengths being up time running out. The white feet swapped. Keller Collagew in a white shout. Keller Collagew wins it. Time for second. Clued about me, Joe Bob. Quick yes. Havana goes just plugged on far too late. Five winner and a foot up for second. I heard far too late in there. At one point, I'm sure he says the wife's been swapped. <laughs> no, the white. He says the white's been swamped. I thought he said the wife's been swapped. The white's been swamped. Because <laughs> the white is the, 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 the dog wearing the white yeah, jacket. Yeah, I'm with you, yeah. Sorry, and, yeah. Uh, but it's that bit when they cross the line when he goes, shout! <laughs> what? <laughs> Let it all out. I do anyway, like it, though. It's should we bring fun. in the clips of the month? For, yes, please uh, do. For, yeah, for April. Let's do, uh, let's do that, yeah. And we'll have a winner before four o'clock this afternoon because uh, what we'll do is we'll have a couple of semi-finals and a final on Twitter. We're so sport. At T-S-H-N-J, T-S-H-A-N-D-J. Very shortly, uh, our top team will put up the options once you've heard them. Uh, vote in the semi-finals, then vote in the final. And just before four o'clock, when Adrian and Goffey join us, we'll bring you the winner of the Clips of the Month for April. And uh, where should we kick off, Andy? We kick off with Mike Parry revealing his youthful ambitions. I thought, I want to, A, I want to start earning a living, B, I want to do something productive, and B, I'm smarter than the average bear. <laughs> Clearly not, because you never got to see, did you, really? Yeah, not really. Uh, on to our old mate Beaky, and we're guessing Arsenal wouldn't be a specialist <laughs> subject on Mastermind. Uh, they make two changes. Uh, Lino keeps his place in goal. Then across the back, it's the same. Uh, Mustafi, Socrates, and Nacho Monreal. And then Mohamed Elneny coming in for Aaron Ramsey. Ramsey and Matteo Ganduso keeping his place in the midfield. <laughs> I like Ganduso. He's very good, isn't he? <laughs> Sorry, Beaky. Can happen to all of us. Well, yeah, it does. What's next, Andy? It's commentator Nigel Pearson, who seems strangely reluctant to say the word glass. Cristiano Ronaldo turns away, wheels away and celebrates with a plastic uh, a plastic bottle or a plastic piece of a beer drinking equipment thrown at him for good measure. Yeah, glass. It must have been a bet. Can you get through this without saying that Dance has had a bet with him? Don't say the word glass. I'll give you a fiver. To the weekend a sports breakfast now where Georgie Bingham is discussing a Manchester City legend. This morning, uh, I was quite keen to get our next guest on uh, because the film mm. The Keeper um, is out and tells the story of uh, the wonderful Burt Krautman. A little bit of a slip of the tongue there, really. <laughs> slip of the Freudian tongue. old school. <laughs> what can you do? So, uh, what's next? Now, uh, now I'm first. Listen. No, not now I'm first. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm first. Listen. Oh, I this see. Could, oh, yeah, well, great. Yeah, they they could dump us some commas here. Yeah, I'll give you. Now, now I'm first. Who's listen. on first? Andy? No, don't worry about it. Okay. Now I'm first. Listen. This clip does sound a bit odd, but when you consider that the sports bar airs around bedtime, yeah. Alan is first up. Alan, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good, Al. How are you? I'm good. Can I have a a, a story, please? Yeah, once upon a time, Alan, there were three bears. I mean, bear, yeah, he just wants a story. He's tired. He wants to drift what off. Went on there? That's right. And finally, this is Mike Parry and Danny Kelly discussing a literary classic. 
Doesn't Whitby where Dracula landed? Whitby was where Dracula ah. landed. Uh, bro- <laughs> um, uh, what's his name? Stan Broker. Good old Stan Broker. Stan Broker. Stan Broker, the author of Dracula. So, uh, what do you like? Mike Parry, uh, A, B and B. Um, B, kicking on through the Arsenal team. Uh, beer drinking equipment from Nigel Pearson. Um, and uh, interesting pronunciation of a Man City legend by Georgie. Uh, the bloke wanted a story on the sports bar or Mr. Parry and Stan Broker. Um, a convoluted series of semi-finals are now available on TSHNJ, <laughs> says our well, producer. Well, it's because there's six. Yeah, and we'll bring you the final. So go and vote in the two semis, bring you the final, and a winner with Adrian and Goffey just before four He's o'clock. like Infantino. He just wants to keep adding clips in. It makes it more complicated. That's right, yeah. He wants a much, much bigger competition. But there we are. There's the clips of the month. Clips of the week return tomorrow at 3.30. Um, now, um, Flash has been in touch, as has Tony, and they say uh, the gentleman commentating there is Mark Cranston. Um, Mark is the local commentator at Sunderland and Newcastle Dogs. A very excitable lad and a top man. Oh, no, he's great. Yes, yeah, good I commentary. love the enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. the whole channel. Honestly, the presentation <clears throat> is really fun. I'm well, not we'll, tra- we'll, I'm not get, just we'll get Mark on, I think, if yeah, we can. And he can tell us whether he did say, <laughs> the wife's been swapped. <laughs> he can take it through <laughs> word by word. Yeah. <laughs> he can translate for us. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Spurs played a second leg uh, of their uh, Champions League semi final against. Ajax next week in Amsterdam and uh, two Spurs supporting comedians will be there gigging uh, earlier on in the day uh, and they are David Alfie Ward and Carl Donnelly good afternoon guys good, good afternoon you. how are you yeah. doing alright so yeah. how did this come about then this pre-match gig uh, this was all the idea of David Alfie Ward next oh, to me. Really? I was in Australia and got a message and he'd come up with a <laughs> cunning plan. Well, me, me and Carl know each other from the Fighting Cock podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which we feature on uh, quite regularly, um, which is a Spurs supporting podcast for anyone listening out there. And um, I know the guy that owns a comedy club in Amsterdam. Right. So I kind of I messaged him and I said, listen, we're going to be out there anyway for the game. Nobody's going to be in the club at one o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday, how about we do a show? And he said, yeah, it's a good idea. I messaged Carl, said, do you fancy this? And lo, lo and behold, it's, it's actually happening. Like, it's <laughs> and presumably fans who are there, the Spurs fans, and they'll be en masse, can come to the club. That, that, that's want, the yeah. idea, so we sure. can meet there and then probably after the show head out to some square somewhere, some pub and, and, and you know, wow. enjoy what the day. Wow, idea. How, how big a room is it, David? Yeah. It's, it it's only 20, holds... 20,000. <laughs> <laughs> when do you it, say a comedy club, the, 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 <laughs> the only yeah. way we could get a ticket to the game <laughs> yeah. just doing a pre-match. We're doing the halftime show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, only, it's a small comedy club, about 100, 120. Yeah. We've got 100 tickets on sale and we've already sold 70. That's good. So, uh, oh, well, if so anyone's how long's the show? Are you going to do an hour and you're going to do an hour or less? I'll probably oh, do about that. half hour, half 40 hour, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah. not push our luck. Yeah, no, obviously. With a hundred drunk football fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, you're, you're in, it's not like you're, you know, it's, you're not a couple of Arsenal fans doing it. I think people will be on your side, That's won't they, when you get up there. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll do a bit of Spurs related material, won't you? Have, you? have you been trying to think of any Spurs related gags? Well, you don't have to do them now. I don't blow it. But, I've got, um, I've actually, I've got a few routines I've told on stage in the past about like football related. 
weird yeah. events in my life, so I might sort of dust them off. Right. <laughs> tell, I mean, tell them to get their tracksuits <laughs> off. Yeah. 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 I could uh, I could just change my ex girlfriend's name to Spurs, and then bang, you've got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it's there was a t- I mean, Carling with uh, sponsoring the the Premier League years ago. They had, they used to put on these comedy nights and have some really good people. Uh, make Kevin Day used to do them mm. and stuff, and uh, you know, kind of football themed evenings. Um, but it, it can be a pretty rich scene if you've got a kind of like minded crowd in there everybody can buy into all the tropes and stuff so I think you should go down the storm I think I think it'd be really good we're gonna play some like Chaz and Dave and Can't Smile Without You and, yeah. and all that before the games to get everyone in the mood I think it would just be a good meeting point for everyone we'll have a drink we'll have a we'll do a show and then we you know hopefully go on and uh you know, it's a small matter of a second leg as well. Yeah. So. You've been, so you've been how long? Have you been in Australia, Carl? I've been there for seven weeks. Got back okay. two days ago. You wonder what you, you, from afar you were watching all these results go pear shaped. I was, and as I was telling David earlier, I managed to book my flight to Amsterdam uh, for the wrong day due to my uh, my laptop changing to Australia time. Oh no! Yeah. Ah. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, please buy them last thirty tickets because <laughs> I bought a non-refundable oh, ticket. Right. Oh no! Oh brilliant! I'd say knowing Paul with all these as I have I'd say I mean he always has very even in this great period that you've had this last three years he has kind of low expectations he always thinks somehow it will go wrong it's in the DNA isn't it it is in the DNA I was going to ask you that do you share that whenever anything goes right as a Spurs fan you ultimately you look to a darker time and you think oh this this isn't going to last so if Any you're two 0 up, if you're two 0 up to Barcelona, say in the final, it'll be five minutes gone. Spurs go two 0 up against Barcelona in the final. They get there, and we'll all be going. It's too early. I, I yeah. We just we just annoyed them. Yeah. We just, we should, why, we, how did you do that, Sonny? You've annoyed them now. I remember when uh, New Year's Day when we beat Chelsea five three about five years ago. Four no, years yeah, ago, I remember. I was in Rome with my ex girlfriend, yeah. and um, I remember when. Tottenham scored the fifth. She turned around, and there was about five minutes ago at that time. She went, "Oh, it's it's done. You've won." I said, "Don't you say that? Yeah, because it's, it's not yeah, one." Yeah. At five three. I was thinking, I only need one more in a couple. <laughs> yeah, of back was, into it. Yeah, That's yeah, true. yeah. It's uh, maybe all f- football fans are a bit like that, but um, I yeah, think it's an element of that. But I think yeah. Spurs particularly. Yeah. Fans I mean, how are you feeling then? Carl, about the about the second leg, based on what you saw in the first one, I feel better about it than I did uh, about the first, just because Sissoko's back, who's obviously best player in the world, yeah. <laughs> on current form, <laughs> uh, which is based on the last thirty minutes of the last match, yeah. uh, and um, Son's back. I think we missed him so much. We've not yeah. got exactly the most lethal strike force when Harry yeah. Kane and Son are out to be honest I mean no. Lorente and Janssen knocking about out back doing some sweeping because they're such a high energy team and those yeah. players have, have got that and you need that because you could see with Danny Rose he could match up to them you're going to have to produce a lot of that to you know yeah and Sissoko genuinely I know it's sort of you know he has had an amazing season but he changes everything he's just got so much energy yeah, and it, like it bursts is. forward rather than passing it backwards and sideways yeah. which I mean, is you such saw a that against West Ham the other day the, the just a, I mean that's that old line that football term transition but it's absolutely true yeah, you know, he, can, yeah. he can just we haven't got anybody else that can move the ball that quickly no. really. Winks we miss Winks because he at least sort of yeah. calms it down in midfield and move it forward rather mm. than you watch like Waniyama Dyer they're great defensive midfielders different sorts of players yeah, they, love yeah, a, yeah. they love a back pass don't they they all though when they come in have something about it it's, it's Poch it's the Poch factor I mean in Waniyama play you know wasn't doing well but in these last few games He's, he's not managed too to, bad. He's managed to get a tune out of him to game, an extent. Yeah, game, yeah. It's, true. it's interesting, though, because <clears> Liverpool, I, th- I think everyone would say Liverpool played really well last night, mm. and they're basically out of it. And Spurs basically stunk the joint out. Well, it's the first half, certainly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, first yeah. half. And, 
and they're still in with a chance. Yeah, that's so. that's the nature of, uh, of uh, you know, that scoreline, especially 1-0, like you said, you know what you've got to do, Dave. You've got to get two goals. Even if they score another one, you've still got to get two goals. It doesn't matter goal. if they score in the first five minutes, you've yeah. still got to score We've two. We've got to score two goals, and any scoreline other than 1-0, we go through. So, uh, any win yeah, other than 1-0. Like, yeah, yeah, you lose 10-0, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, still yeah, going yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't care what you're That's what I love for UEFA. That's right. We lost 10-0, we're still winning through. It's fantastic, yeah. Every time I come on, last time I said David Hay was a welter Every time I come in, I slip my tongue. It's okay, it happens. I just wonder as well with Ajax whether they're better away from home. The the home games against Madrid and Juve, they kind of drew, but Mm. but won away and they won at your place. So, yeah, you can kind of you can clutch it. They are. I mean, we saw in that first half, boys, the way they moved the ball. They're a very very good side, aren't they? Great. I've not not seen them play, and they are really. Oh no, they're terrific. They look like Barcelona, like a young Barcelona team, like ten years ago. Because I don't like watching any teams dominate Spurs, but they were. They were lovely to watch. Well, when they minutes, scored, yeah. you, you yeah. just felt, as even as a neutral, I thought, oh, blimey, they're in trouble. It was like the Harlem Globetrotter. Like so you could hear Sweet Georgia yeah. Brown like playing that. in your head, couldn't you, at <laughs> one point? But anyway, they, they got back into it and uh, we live in hope. So, so we sort of, I was going to say, yeah. we sort of gammied our way to this point. Yeah. So, you know, we, mm. Getting through the group was pretty lucky. You know, like, Stumbling like an old yeah. drunk yeah. round and by like, round. Like, the really. city, the city match and result, you know, I think there's something in the in the stars. I've got a good feeling. Spurs have been like that all season. They've played well in about in my view, about half a dozen games. Yeah, you can't think it's really hard to think of any standout I mean, they were brilliant against Chelsea at Wembley, for example, in the in the league game. And there yeah. have been at the odd game where they've played brilliantly like that. But generally, they've even when they've won, they've kind yeah. of scraped through. You it know, does seem odd that they, they're potch. still where they are. That's true. So, guys, where is this comedy club? It's at the uh, Comedy Cafe in Amsterdam. It's about a 10-minute walk from the central station. Mm-hmm. Um, the doors open at 1. show should start about 1.45, 2 o'clock. Uh, there's still some tickets if you go to my... Uh, Twitter, uh, David Alfie uh, Ward, or uh, it's buy tickets at Tottenham Comedy Nights. Is it a normal calf, the type of calf you get in no. Amsterdam? Because at least you get a few laughs. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> we loving it. Unfortunately, it's not. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Just to let you know, uh, top tips to Andy Jacobs in his uh, nap this <laughs> afternoon got on Jack Adobro um, yes. in the 155 at Red Cat and. Uh, uh, Muggsy in Accrington has told us uh, it was ninth out of nine. That was uh, Crackers. <laughs> Rank last. <laughs> Rank, sorry, <laughs> Crackers. Right. He had a couple of... Qu- Don't listen to him. It's, the old point of Andy's nap is he hasn't got a chance as it's proving day after day. <laughs> Hawksby and Jacobs John are on to one will definitely come off. So. Yeah. <laughs> You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's uh, show. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, we return tomorrow when uh, actor Michael Sheen joined joins us uh, and he's, he'll be alongside John Motson for the Falls panel uh, who would have thought that. so um, until then have a great evening hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.